podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hi guys, the Non-League Treatment Room have partnered up with Pathways Coventry. Pathways is a men's mental health support group who meet up for weekly meetings, local walks, daily check-ins, regular mountain walks and more. Men's mental health is so important and we need to break the stigma that men can't talk about how they feel. Men need to know it's okay to talk about their feelings and what they're struggling with and Pathways is a group that can support you. Check them out on Instagram at pathways underscore cov. Thank you. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Nonly Treatment Room with me, Cookie, and we are back for another episode. And as as always, Davo is alongside me. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, mate. Are you? Yeah, not too bad. Not Excited. Too bad. Well, yeah, this will obviously uh, people will know now because obviously this will go out on Saturday. Yeah. And the awards would have been on Thursday. So if we if we if we tell people today is a Wednesday for us. Yeah. And then tomorrow we've got the awards. Yeah, and we've had all of our confirmation over at Anfield. Um, very much looking forward to it. Definitely, free piece are. on, ready to go. Hopefully, we bring back the, the, the good way you would have known by now because it'd be on socials. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully. Um, but as always, guys, just make sure you're following our social medias because that's where you keep up to date with everything. And if you're enjoying what you're listening to, then head back and look at a few more episodes that we've done. Um, we've had some brilliant guests on, and some uh, we're telling the story of non-league. And some uh, some some just um, unbelievable stories, aren't we? Absolutely, mate. And some hilarious ones as well. Yeah, some very very good ones. So let's get our guest in. In the treatment room today, we have dominant central defender who stands six foot six, knows all about the non-league scene, having turned out for a number of non-league clubs throughout his career. Please welcome Liam Daly. How are you, Liam? I'm good, thanks, guys. You both okay? Yeah. Yeah, all good, yeah, mate. Really good. good. Thank you for thank you for coming in. We appreciate it. No, no worries. It's took me well long enough anyway. So <laughs> hey, we're all busy. It's uh, especially during the season. Yeah, you know, you're still playing, so it's hard to fit them. Hard to fit it in, isn't it? No, yeah, definitely. We've obviously we've work and that now. It's tough to you know you don't stop now. Do you know what I mean? But mm. no, I'm glad to be here now. Right, I think we best get this long list out of the way then, fellas. <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna mention the clubs that you played for because you've had a really good non-league career. You played at the top of non-league, the national league, and you've you've sort of had that gradual rise of of clubs, haven't you? And um, so we're going to mention them because you've had a few. Yeah, I'll tie everyone. <laughs> um, so Eversham, Corby, Redditch, Solly Moors. twice that was, I think it was. Yeah, uh, How's Owen, Leamington, Barwell, Leamington again, Kidderminster, <laughs> Solly Moors again, Gloucester City, Barnet. Starbridge, Nuneaton, Kettering, Ilkeston Town, Rushall, and Stratford Town. I don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think we've missed any out? Well, to be fair though, Sally Hall, in all fairness, I did play nine seasons there, so that's yeah. still, do you know what I mean? I fitted it round quite well, to be fair. You reckon we've missed any out, or are we all good there? No, nah, to be fair, because a lot of them, like some of them, like your Ilkestons and your Barwells, they're like, well, Ilkeston, I only just, I went there just as a favour, really, to do a few games for them. So, like, mm. even though they're on there, they're just, they're his teams. Like, Kettering was the same. They called me in to try and make the playoffs at the end of the season. But, yeah, I think that's that's every every club off what you've known, then what I can remember, anyway. Because I think, yeah, like you said there, I, when I was looking through doing this, the clubs you've been at, like, you had only been there for, like, um, like half a season or mm. something like, like you said mentioned just a 
games just to get them over the line where Solly always spent a lot of time at. It's a lot of football, that is. Yeah, to, to be fair, look, I, I mean, out of the 18 clubs there, you look at my, my career over the years, like Solly or Moores, I played almost 300 games for them over over my time. You'd say Leamington, I must have played 200 games for them. So they were two of the, the main clubs I'd played for. You know, Eversham, to be fair, they, they, they set me off on my road, really. I played a, a lot of games at a young age for them. I was, went straight to, obviously, come out of Birmingham City and I weren't going to carry on playing football, to be honest with you. It was just, I kind of fell into a friendly and they just, I'd done well in the friendly and it just went from there. I was only like 17 and they started playing me regularly in like the Southern, equivalent of the Southern League now. So... That that was where I started. I started like kicking on a little bit, really. Yeah, but yeah, nice. as I say, I mean, Solihull and Leamington. Yeah, that they're, they're the the two main clubs that you know have been my happy time, shall I say? Yeah, really, definitely. do you know what I mean? We always um, kick off part of, um, with a question: What does football mean to you? Well, to be listen, I mean, over the years, football like you know, football was everything to me, really. Like since I was a, a young kid my dad fair play to me followed me everywhere over the over the country you know from you know academies Derby Coventry Blues and then even when I went into non-league he very very rarely missed a game wherever I went so it was always not just about me it was like a you know a bit of a family thing as well it was just some, something that was you know in me as I was you know my dad weren't a well, you know, he, he could play and that, but he he never played at a level. And he, you know, he invested time in us and me and my brother, who was a good footballer as well. But you know, he had his issues, never carried on playing. But yeah, fo- football was it was it was our life really growing up. Don't get me wrong. Look, I can't. I'd be lying if I sat there now and says it means everything to me now. But I ne- I always used to say as I was playing football, getting older, I used to obviously play with lads who are in my shoes now my age and they'd be like I've had enough of this mm. and, I, and I used to I genuinely would sit on the coach and I'd think I can't understand how he's talking about football like that. and I, I, I've actually heard myself say to people I'll never ever feel like that but I know I'm at an age now and I've played you know I must have played over a thousand games in, in non-league and I'm at the point now where it doesn't mean everything. I still I still love football yeah. you know what I mean and I, I love turning up on a Saturday and helping out as much as I can but I used to be invested in. I, listen, I weren't the most professional person around, but when I when it come to Thursday nights or Friday days when I was full time and I knew I had a game the next day, I was, you know, the name that you wanted on your team sheet because yeah. when it come to game day, I was I was on it. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. so much now. I'm, I'll be honest. I'm happy to sit on the bench now and help the younger lads and and help out in a different way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's your experience, though, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah, definitely. Would you would you say it's fair to say then, Liam, that you'll know when to call it a day? Yeah, like look, I have I, I did call it a day. I'll be honest. I, I've, look, we can speak about everything here. I got in a bit of trouble with uh, obviously the football betting and things like that. Not many people know too much about it, and. Uh, that was when, and it was probably one of my worst times in football. I probably made the wrong decision signing for Starbridge when I did. I think I dropped down. I mean, I went from Barnet in the National League and kind of got sucked into listening to money, this. And, and I should, I, listen, I, there's not many decisions I've done wrong in football, but that was one of them. I shouldn't have gone to Starbridge. I did when I had, I had some very, very good offers on the table and, you know what, Nothing against Mark Yates because me and Mark Yates got on really well and we done really well at Solly all together, so it made sense. But when I went there, I had it stuck on me straight away. As soon as I started training, that I was going to be up for this betting 
Right, okay. Um, so basically, I, straight away, I thought, well, you're getting banned here. So I kind of, I carried on playing for Starbridge and then, he, he, he just, he, listen, he, sometimes things don't work out. I didn't mm. like it. I didn't like it a single second of it. Fans didn't really particularly like me. I didn't particularly like them. Um, didn't, it just, it just didn't take off. The only thing I felt bad for is that Yates, he had invested a lot of money and I was the main signing that season and I, I kind of felt like I let him down a little bit. But I was playing with a bit of an injury through pre-season. I had that thing hanging over me and it just, yeah. that was the part where I thought, you know what, Lee, you've, 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 You've done all right. I had my mind on my business and that. I mean, like, obviously, we'll speak about that at some point. But um, I was in, in in the crossroads of like, and I come out of it, and I, you know, I thought, you know what, that'll do me then. But you know, it's like football. Jimmy Ginelli got on the blower yeah. to me, and yeah. he's like, Dale, you know what? I've I've been thinking what we're missing. We're missing a, a Liam yeah, Daly yeah. in the middle, and and, and that was. But I really, really enjoyed it, and it was brilliant. Got me back enjoying football. Listen, you know. I, I, I don't know what would I have been at that time 34-ish 35 probably coming on to 35 you, you ain't the same player as you used to be yeah, but yeah. at that level you know if you play me I, you know I'm never going to not be able to head the ball and I'm always going to be able to read the game so <laughs> yeah. it, it worked pretty well for me and Jimmy really what the yeah. short spell I was there Definitely. So we want to we take you all the way back mate yeah you've, uh, that, you've indulged a lot there you have yeah. well, brilliant we'll, we'll, fantastic and yeah, fair play definitely. for you to coming out and saying that mate obviously that's something that you, you don't have to speak about but fair no, play no worries no worries Fair play. But we'll touch more depth in those clubs. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. On, yeah. So taking you all the way back then, Liam, where did it all start for you, do you think? As, as a kid, like, do you mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so basically, you know, look, I played for Marston Green. Well, I live in Marston Green and that was our local club yeah. as, as a kid. And I was actually a striker at the time. Um and it, do you know what? It just gradually, it just come to me. And I, I mean, I can remember the, the like the, the the season, and I scored fifty fifty eight goals in the Central Warwickshire like Sunday League. I don't know what I can't remember what the leagues are called. And I, it was mad because I was <laughs> you wouldn't believe it. As a young kid, I was quite quick, and yeah. I was I wasn't as tall. I was actually a bit smaller than than, than the other players. And you know, it's just that, that's how it all started. And then you know, it's like you start getting invited to different academies. Um, I think the first academy I went to, Les Dolphin took me to Derby. I went there, and you know, I was on the brink. It didn't quite work out. And then I went to Coventry, and I was there for a while. And then the that the, the thing was then when I come out of Coventry, I actually went back into playing Sunday League football because Coventry never really offered me my scholarship or nothing like that. So I come out and I was just signed for a local Sunday team called Sedgemere Sports. You know, they had some decent players. Actually, had like Manny Smith played from at the time, who's obviously had a decent career, was at Warsaw and things like that. That had some some decent players at that at, for that team, and then. I always remember I was just on the bus one day going into Sully Hall. I was only probably 15 and, or 15, yeah, coming up to 16. And my mum, my mum called me and she just went like, look, Birmingham City have just been on the phone. They've started pre-season, but they want to bring you in and just have a I was thinking, well, I, you know, like, football to me was kind of just, I was in just, I thought I was just going to play, I don't know, Sunday league football. And uh, I went into Blues and, you know, I, you know, I always said, I could, if one thing sticks in my mind, what a, a guy always says to me at, at Blues, and it's all, throughout my football, it's one thing what's always stuck with me. And he, he always says, um, it was, his name is Stuart, um, 
was his name? Stuart Hall, his name was. He was the academy director. And he just said, I just happened to him and he said, don't ever be one of them people who sits in the pub after you finish playing saying, yeah. I could have been, I yeah. should have been if it weren't for injuries. And I can't yeah. have all that talk. Yeah, you know, when yeah. you you know, you meet a guy and you get into a football talk and he goes, Tay, I had, I had trials to the blues, but my, I done my knees. So yeah. I, 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 as soon as I hear that conversation, I walk away. Cause, not, not rudely, but I'm so... Yeah, yeah, so mate, and that just always, just always stuck with me. So, anyway, you know, started training, and I, I did do well. I was surprised in myself, but what I was touching back to there, the, I don't regret a lot of things I've done in football. But I felt when I was at the Blues, I didn't take the opportunity as much as I should have because I obviously went in there as a bit bit quiet or shy didn't really know no one and I just kind of went in there and just thought get through each session just mm. don't get into you don't need to do anything stupid and I kind of I don't know like just breezed through it if you get what I mean but never pushed myself and you know look I, I got signed there done my scholarship there okay. didn't get off of my pro but the one thing I would say is if I could roll anything back football that's just the only part I would have because I mean on paper potentially like you know there's people who would say Liam weren't good enough to play any other than what he did but there is people who would say definitely should have played in the league because you look at like attributes I'm six foot six I'm good in the air and you know I've don't don't put weight on it. I've got a yeah, lot what can yeah. tick, tick the box. So yeah, that is one thing what I'd say. I just let myself down a little bit. Not not knowing I was, but I just wish I would have pushed it a little bit harder then at, at, at that point. Do you know what I mean? Okay. So where did um, the first taste of men's football come in then? Well, men's football like like would have come in from... Uh, I was playing for Romulus at the time, but that weren't like... I mean... There was some lunatics playing in that team. Obviously, I had my pal Richard Batchelor was playing. Yeah, in it. Yeah. You had his brother Michael was playing in it. Lee Brown. These are all players that have like Richard's obviously played at a, a decent enough level, but his brother and that were like Highgate, them sort of teams. And when I went to Romulus, so actually the reason I saw him was uh, Richard Evans, the, the excuse me, the manager at the time. He said, if you sign, I'll give you a job. Like, so I started working for him, doing his window cleaning and everything. And I went in, but I didn't play as much football as I, I thought as I would have liked to. And I went and played a friendly game for uh, Eversham United. I, I can't even, I, I couldn't tell you who it was against now. And Paul West was the manager at the time. And uh, I think it was Dean Curtis who I was at the Blues with. He's had a, he played for decent you know in and around the sort of level I've played he doesn't play no more and he said I'll oh, come and have, have a game for Eversham and I went and I come on at half time and for some reason they put me on centre midfield and I scored straight away with a header and then hit the bar straight after his header and obviously Paul West being what he's like he went to me straight afterwards you saw yeah I saw him this yeah. got me to sign a contract there and then after the game <laughs> do you know what I mean and to be fair, that I mean, I've got a lot to thank because I see, obviously being with Stratford now, Paul West is he's always at our guys because he's good friends with our chairman Jed, and I've got a lot to thank really, uh, Paul, because he, you know a lot of people don't give seventeen-year-olds a chance and no, things, no, and, and he, it, yeah. he, you know he threw me in. We used to play back three, played right side of it, and you know because I, I had no. Uh, I'd, I, I just come in, fell into that. It weren't about, I can say, I was on £85 a week playing for her. They used to give it you in a little flipping, um, I'd pound coins in it sometimes, you know what I mean? Because they'd take money out for fines and things. I was like, I'm left with no. And then they'd take me to the pub in Eversham afterwards and make me get the roundings. So sometimes it'd be cost, costing me more to get there. But, uh, 
<laughs> no, he, he, you know, he, he was good for me because they had some good older lads playing and that, and uh, and that's what got me on the on the path really. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, nice, mm. nice. So, what, your first couple of clubs then um, to start your career off. Obviously, we had Evesham. Then we, sort of, you went to like um, Corby Town, Redditch, and then a little bit of Solihull and Ho- and How's Owen. Um, how was that at each sort of club there? How did that sort of come about? And, and yeah, well, t- like I mean, to be honest, I didn't even know where Corby was when I was a kid. Like yeah. what it was, I got involved with an agent because obviously, you, when you're 17 and you're playing a lot of games, people start speaking about you know, you know, it's like now there's a young kid playing for Evesham week in week out. They're doing. I mean, we finished in the playoffs that year and got beat by Bromsgrove. Um, so people start obviously mentioning you. And I got put onto a, an agent, Lee Marsh, his name is. And to be fair, he's one of my friends now off, off the field. Do you know what I mean? I get, still got, you know, still speak well. And he's, you know, he's done a lot for me. Not everyone's cup of tea, but who's it? Like, you know what I mean? For me, he's, he's like me. He's, yeah, he's helped he's, out. he's outspoken. Mm-hmm. You rather like him or you don't. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, he, he basically, I, I always, I went round to his house. He said, I'll take you to meet. Uh, a friend of mine he was the core manager Kevin Wilson his name was I think yeah. he played for like Northern Ireland Chelsea Chelsea yeah yeah had a good career and that yeah took me down to Corby and I'll always and then he just walked straight in the room he went Kev this is Liam and I thought you're all right I'm bearing in mind I'm probably 18 something like this now and he goes uh, look he wants a two year deal <laughs> and I'm thinking right I'm listening to this now and he went Kev when how much he went uh, 400 quid and I'm thinking, 400 quid? I've just come from 85 quid here. <laughs> and the, the, Kev Wilson goes, listen, Lee, I, I, I can give him 350. Lee goes, and deal. So, so the, all this, I don't even, I don't drive at this point. So yeah, I think, well, yeah. how am I getting to Corby every week? So, yeah. but that, that was, you know, it just threw me straight into it. But that was the sort of kid I was. I was never really phased by things because, that, like you know, I, I'm always been an outgoing lad, and I just that, that's how I was, and I, that, so that was how I got into Corby. I was there for a while; it was going well, but obviously, like I say, I was having to catch trains down there, stay down there at other places. So it was a bit of a, it, it was getting too much in the end. Um, so then I went. Who did I go to? Then Redditch, yeah. yeah. So I went to Gaz Wild, who I remain good friends with now. Gaz, speak to Gaz like, a lot. He's, he's been at a lot of clubs with me, like three or four clubs. And he obviously, he tried to sign me before I went to Corby, but obviously because of the money-wise, yeah. I, I, like, you know, and this guy who got me involved, I went there. And then when I went to Redditch, they started playing me. There was Carl Eggs. Was, I don't know if you know Carl Eggs. He's a nutcase. Anyway, <laughs> like, and he played up top, but he was the assistant manager. Gaz was the manager. And they started playing me centre midfield. And I stayed at Redditch for a, a few years then, I think, if I'm right. And that was playing in the Conference North. So that was the jump then, really, yeah. when I went to Redditch because I was playing Southern Prem for like Eversham, Corby. Well, Corby weren't Southern Prem, but they were that level. And then I went into Redditch at the Conference North, which, to be fair, that, you know, it's a good standard, it's isn't it? A good standard, league, yeah, really. yeah, definitely. You know, there was, it was a tough league. Would you say that it was important to you then, Dales, to like play as much as you could? Yeah, because I, I, I'll be honest, my attitude, where my attitude probably let me down is, and there's probably clubs what have, over the years, I was never ever sub, wherever I went, I was never sub, and I, mm. I, mentality-wise, I, I, I couldn't deal with it, it was one of them where I always had the four in my back of me, if I get pulled out of the team here, I'll just fuck off, do you know what I mean, really? that was my, and I know, it's not, I know it's not right, but I just... How I looked at it is, if I'm to, like, because oh, I know how much these years that I just, I'm a winner and I just wanted to play football. So 
oh, that was where my attitude did let me down a little bit. Touch wood, it never really happened because I played everywhere where I went. Like, mm. Don't get me wrong, there was obviously times as you got older, you come, like I said to you earlier, now, if, if, if I turn up on a Saturday and I'm on the bench, I'm on the bench. Mm. I, I, don't, I don't blink an eyelid, but growing up, it was all about me playing. As, as long as I was playing, I was happy, do you know what I mean? Superb. What about Hells Owen? How's Owen? Yeah, well, how, how, obviously, how's Owen's a big club. So that was so, so. You've gone through this way now. Then how's Owen was probably the one where you went. Well, he's he's actually going to a decent, a big yeah, club yeah. now of non-league. Because listen, I mean, even to this day, they're having thousands yeah, at the games. Are, yeah. You know, they're a big club. I went there with me and Jamie Hood, who obviously is now. Me and him played at the back together. At how's Owen? At how's Owen? Yeah, yeah. Um, we had a decent team we had Steph Moore playing up front yep. and I think we missed out on the playoffs by like because I, I, I think if I'm right I, I think I signed a little bit into the season and we right. finished the season really strongly and we just missed the playoffs and I was only there for that season I think and then I went to um, Leamington then didn't I yeah yeah but I, I also mean, was who's my manager at Hales Owen now uh, I think it was Clark, was it Matty Clark I think it was Matty Clark was my manager at Owls Owen, yeah. And um we we had a, we, listen, we had a, a a bunch of characters really, but they had a good team as well, to be fair to you, like that. And that was the point where I'll, I'll always remember when I was coming Howls Owen wanted to keep me and I can always remember Clark in that saying, ah, oh, Clark he makes me laugh. He's like, Yeah, you, you will get a phone call off and he's trying to name all the clubs, mm-hmm. but uh they ain't, they ain't as big as... Like, but at that point now, I'm really, really close friends with Paul Hollerer. Yeah. And I'd spoke to Paul and it was always where I was going to go. So that was my next... My next mm. man. That was when my football kind of settled then. But when you think about, I say Owls Owen was a big club. Owls Owen... I mean, Leamington ain't no small club. No, do you no, know what no, I mean? No, and not and at all. to be fair, that's probably where I, I settled down then. And I was actually like, I felt part of, because I'd moved, at that point, I'd moved around quite a bit at the start. Were you jumping kid. up though at the same time? Yeah, so you, as much as you were moving, yeah, were you going bum, bum, bum? Yeah, you was like that. That's what I, well, f- I think from the, from Ready, she actually yeah. dropped down. Okay. Back down to Owls Owen. Yeah. And then how, uh, from Owls Owen, Leamington were at the same level. Okay. but. They were, at the time, Leamington were like, I don't know, they were, seemed to be a bit of going in a bit of a different direction, like, and, you know, that that's where, I knew a few people there, like Richard Batchelor and yep. people who was my friend off the field and that, and it just, for me, that, apart from Solihull, that was probably where I've enjoyed my football the most, yeah, yeah. at, at mm. Leamington, because we were successful there as well, I've, you know, I won, won the Conference North with them, um, and so the, not the Conference North, sorry, the Southern Prem won that mm. with them to go and play in the Conference North, and that was a big thing for Leamington. Obviously, mm. they've, they've been fluctuating between both, haven't they? The, like they're back in the Southern now, and then yeah. cut. so for us to get the first promotion to the to the North was a big thing for Leamington, yeah, really. Quick message about one of our sponsors, Tread. Tread offer top quality grip socks for all types of sport, available in a range of different colours. Tread won't let you slip. Check the link out in our bio on social media or check out treadsocks.com and use code PODCAST at checkout for 10% discount. So if we can pick your brains a little bit here then, Liam. When you were at these teams like Corby, Redditch, 
um, Hales Owen, when you were sort of a young centre-half growing up, would you say that there was anyone that took you under their wing and was like, right, this is how you need to be in men's football or or anything like that? I mean, I, I pl- like, he, he, he probably wouldn't even remember me now, but I, pl- I played with a lad at um, Corby and he was... See, this is where I'm different to your normal lad. Like, with me, I, I, I weren't a 17, 18-year-old who was going to, like, quiver. And I, I, I was... I'd always remember, like, you say, Carl Eggs, who at the time was a nutcase. And mm. I used to be, like, me and him screaming at each other down the pitch, like, yeah. And he'd be like, wait till we're in the change. And I'm like, yeah, you know, we're <laughs> yeah. screaming at each other. People are like, you'll kill you. I'm like, I don't, that, that was the sort of kid I was. But right. I played with a lad at Corby, and his name was Derek Brown. And he like he had no teeth, and he used to put shouts and rip his teeth out and start shouting <laughs> scars all over him. And I always remember one guy, like, and literally when I say he threw like a, a table, he, he was just he was a he was just a loon, you know. And I remember one guy I was playing for Corby, and someone's man scored, but it was my man, and oh, he, no. he shot up and he sprinting round looking, going, "Who's fucking man? Who's man?" And I just thought, I, I just. Sending, I couldn't hear now, and I walked to the halfway line and just thought, I ain't saying nothing. But that it weren't really so much about putting their arm around me. It was just like when you, because I weren't that sort of person. I didn't mm. need like I, I, I'm quite a streetwise kid, so I didn't need people to to be like, oh, like this is how you do. It. I kind of learnt my own way. Do you know, mm. that's how it was. Yeah, there probably is people who I don't know would be so. Oh, I did out. Yeah, there's yeah. obviously people who help you out along the way and probably mm. tell you things, but. I've never been one of them people to like go and sit down and say, "Can I ask you advice?" And I, I'm not that sort of kid, do you know mm. what I mean? But I think that shows like the teams that you've played for have been some big, hard teams in some good leagues. So I suppose you, like you said, your mentality and your personality, you just learnt to deal with it, and you went right. This is it. Pull your socks up. Let's, let's fucking have it, sort of thing. So we had, had good on, didn't we? And good spoke about you and yeah. said he remembers being in the. Uh, Tunnel with you, yeah. and you were fucking oh, yeah. banging on the yeah. away chain yeah, yeah, the door, yeah. going, "Come on, get out of here now!" Then, <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, like I, I mean, that, that was something. Traveling down here, like good, she's obviously he's one of my pals, good, and that's probably football-wise. When, when me and him as a partnership was probably the best I football say, I was playing. Me and him, we just because. It, 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 see how people say put, you've just asked me that question I didn't, I'm not saying I put my arm around Gudge but I always when I remember I've glanced over at him at times playing and he reminded me of a like a younger bit of me like yeah he weren't as like outspoken and loud and yeah, you know yeah. we don't want to be arguing and fighting and all that but he, he was he knows what he'll go try and add anything he can mm. he's you know he's a no he, he don't he, you know start saying to Gudge get the ball and play out the back he'll be like fuck off I ain't doing it I'm here to defend mm. bit similar to myself and we kind of just formed that he was the good thing he's playing with Gudge he was rapid oh, yeah. I'm not do you know what I mean so it was just like you knew with him any little thing you done wrong he's there to help you out vice versa if he done something wrong you know and we just had a good a good partnership for the and that was probably like you said the, the highest I played and, and probably the best football I played yeah, leaning yeah, together as centre halves you know what I mean you say you say you always, you've always had that aggression though when you're on the pitch are you just like a different animal when you yeah, cross that line I've always yeah I've always been that not, do you know it's mad because now the older I've got now I'm not not like because everyone's always said like I've ne- it's mad I'm a centre half but I've never tackled and it's ridiculous to say I'm not one of them defenders who goes flying goes in. flying into tackles I've yeah. never been head wise I'll, I'll, I'm, like, I'm aggressive with header but 
it's just something like people always say to me, you don't fucking tackle. That's that's why you never get injured. I just don't, I never find myself having to tackle in a game. I don't know if it's because I read the game differently and I get to the ball. But there's not, if you see me tackle, it normally looks terrible because I'm not very good at <laughs> well, it. Well, that's the thing. Honest. Probably nobody wants to come near yeah, you. Well, that, that's, that, that's it. Like, I mean, I've had some... Uh, tackles and people are like fucking hell that looked terrible because I'm not great at it do you know what I mean you, you've been sent off yeah I've been sent off a few times not, for, ta- not, for, tackles, <laughs> not for tackles though no not for tackles nah for other things sent. yeah yeah I've been sent off for a few <laughs> few different things um, you mentioned Leamington and you mentioned really good pals with Paul Holleran so let's get into Leamington so you, set, you settled at Leamington Town and you were actually one of Paul Holleran's first signings weren't you yeah um Talk about how that come about and, and, and that Leamington journey. Well, to be that, fair, I, did, I, I think if I can remember back, I didn't actually know Paul at the time. It was just right. like, I can't even remember how it come about it. But the next thing you know, I just remember I was at Leamington and, and that was how it was. And, you know, I, I went there and I, as much as I've had some brilliant times with Paul, I also had the bad times like when I think me, we was playing a cup game at like um, Sutton Town and like because we I've listen I love Paul to bits we, we've had some funny like I could tell you story after story mm. Paul because he's he, he's probably he, say he's probably the best manager I've played for because he's man management oh, skills keep them to the end yeah we've <laughs> yeah. got some so quick we'll, fires yeah we'll speak we'll speak about <laughs> that but he uh, he just he just knew how to get us we had a yeah. change room like me Tony Breeder yeah Richard Batchelor Jamie Hood you know, this in, in a change room what people just rock up and go, oh, it's not an easy change. He had to, with, by the way, not a massive budget, and he had to keep that changing room in order, and it was tough for him. I think but- someone else mentioned that. Was Dev mentioned that in terms of the signings that Paul Holleran brings in, like, no dickheads, basically. Yeah, yeah. And it's very... Everybody's um, always singing off the same image. Yeah, yeah sort of. It's a... It's a that's why he's, he gets the best out of people, because he, he brings in them certain people. So it's obviously most managers want to do but obviously he's done a very very good job well, of doing no, it there's no hidden facts he, he, he obviously know I, I can say because he's my mate it's not like he, he don't look like a football manager standing on the side but mm. listen he knows what he's doing because you don't get that many centre forwards moves yeah exactly so, no, you know yeah. your Jacob Blyves your Colby yeah. Bishops Matt Stenson's yeah who else has he got? Courtney Baker. He, he, you yeah, know, yeah. the list goes on, mate. He's got yeah, so many yeah. of them moves. And it, I, I guarantee you, if you went, I mean, you hear these managers, I've done this and done that. If you worked out how much money he's, well, I can't imagine he's probably earned some of that, actually, because he's not that sort of person. He's probably actually like done it on next to nothing just to give the kids the opportunity. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Bang on right, though. Sort of guy he is. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely bang on right. Um, defensive partnership with da- Jamie Hood. Talk about that. We love Jamie Hood. Yeah, no, well, Uddy's Ud, a, a, a great kid. We we played at Alzo in to start with. That was when I first got to know him. And then we was obviously at Leamington together. So did you both move to Leamington at the same time? I, could, I think or we must have, you know. Have I can't actually fully remember, but we, to be fair, we are, I mean, I know I was mentioning Goodge a minute ago, but me and him together were, because he was like me. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. He, Who's winning the Edders there? But, well, he... He the the only thing is with Gudge, I mean Gudge, uh Uddy, he was aggressive like me and we both that's how we was, but he was always capable of that red card, whereas I knew yeah. I, I was a bit more cleverer than him because he I just look in sometimes and think, Are you are you a clown? Or what yeah. like he chased the ref and 
just be like, and, and, or, and I'd just be like, look here, and he's storming off with his arm. He was like, still doing that years, yeah. yeah, exactly. But now, he, he, I mean, he, we had a good, me, him and Richard Batchelor, that was our little free, to be fair, at mm. Leamington. And we, you knew though, I always used to say, you know, I've said it to a, a team, I can't remember a seat before, and I said, have a look around your changing room and you should look to both sides and think, you know what, I know what's happening. And them two, I knew that when I was at Leamington, if I looked to my left and my right, you, we, I knew what I was thinking, I was thinking, and it was, that's how it was. We was going out together and and it was us three against yeah, yeah. whoever was playing against. Yeah, that's the feeling it was at Leamington. Yeah, it's definitely. a common topic of every single episode that we do, mate. How important the change room is, the people mm. that you surround yourself with. And I'd love to get Oogie on here because every single person yeah. that spoke about Paul Olleran has never had a bad word to say about him. No, no you, you can't, mate, because he's... Uh, as a, that's what I was going to say. Don't get wrong, I've had, I've had my times with Paul. He, he, like, we, me, Tony Breeding were arguing. We got knocked out of a cup game against Sutton Coalfield or something. In like the trophy, we was terrible. And we've all started arguing, me, Tony and Paul, all arguing, you know, fuck off, you fuck off. Rare, rare. He was going off in the changing room. And he rung me the next day, Paul. He went, listen, I, he said, I'm, I'm, I, he, I've never heard. He went, I'm, this is the closest I've been to this changing room going like tipped up here. He said, I'm going to have to make, make a decision. You're going to have to go for a bit. I'm going to put you on loan. Will you go uh, bar while? So I went, do you know what? Yeah, I'll, I'll fuck it then. If I'm, if I'm not going to play, I'll go bar while. And then obviously then he called, he, he let me go away for a bit and then called me back and then we made the playoffs. So is that literally, mean? I've got here that you left Leamington to join Barwell and that was the reason just because of, yeah. of a bit of a hot moment. He said, look, that's this thing, cool down, yeah. go and play at Barwell. Was that under Jimmy Janelli well, there? Yeah, Jimmy Janelli. Well, listen, I don't know what Paul's intentions were. I think might have been, he might have said that because I know I've, I've seen Paul give it, that are you going out on loan and you never see him come back, right? right. But obviously with me, I went there and I, again, we done well at Barwell. That was loads of loons in one changing room. We had a couple of wicked, you know, like we had the Adlands and uh, me, Craig Woodley was like, and Jimmy Ginelli. And, you know, we had a, it was a funny change room. Nick Green, they, that, that was where all that, they used to literally stand in the changing rooms in four games and they'd be smashing, being whacking all the changing rooms. Let me out, let me out, like the, to, to, the, to the other team. And I'd be standing, I was a bit mad and I'd be thinking, what's going on here? They're trying, banging around, let me out, um, I'm thinking, what's going on? But, uh. <laughs> to be fair, I know what you mean. I must have obviously just missed you then because I went to Barwell with Jimmy as, yeah. as a physio and, um, the Hadlands, yeah, yeah, yeah. Guy and Scott, yeah, guys. Well, I ain't seen Guy for me. It's good news, obviously. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, mate. Because you know, he's a top man. Yeah, Guy's got, a nice but, guy. Yeah, Guy and Scott Hadland together, absolute pair of who like yeah, loons, yeah. aren't they? And they, yeah, they were yeah. just they were, honestly, like you said, they were just they'd be screaming in the change room, "Let me out, let me have them," and all that. And it's um, it was it was mad, but um. How long, how long would you say you were at Barwell for? It, it, would it, it, well, it, it kind of been this. It weren't because I must have gone at the start, like a few whatever into the season, and then I went back to Leamington because I'm, I'm sure that was the season. Like, if if I'm not wrong, that we would have like, I went back and we got into the playoffs, and I think we got beat by Ensford in the playoffs semi final at, at Ensford, and kind of just deflated the season because we were the better team on the day, and it just. You know, Tony's Tony's a ladder. So I think Tony made a like he come out for one and he didn't quite get it and it just shit goal what they scored and we ended up getting knocked out by mm. him, do you know what I mean? And 
then, but then obviously the following season, that that was I stayed at Leamington. Then, do you know, yeah. I think we, I think that we must have got promoted. That well, that, year. that's what we've got here. You rejoined Leamington. You made nearly two hundred appearances, nineteen goals. Yeah, I went on a right stage. I was taking free <laughs> kicks and everything. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we've been. Uh, I did. I done scoring wise. I can remember that. I'd started to score a few goals, and then obviously as well, we've got down here. We might be wrong, but club captain. Yeah, as captain well. for a while. Was yeah. That the first time you say you became a skipper? Yeah, that was probably my first. How was that for you? Yeah, well, I mean, like, look, I'd probably say I was always... You're always a leader. Yeah, it's, it's, never... it's difficult because you'd have you'd have some people who say they'd watch this and go, he doesn't he doesn't act like a captain off the field. Yeah, maybe I don't. Look, I, I'm not going to sit... I'm not, I'm not that person who's going to do everything by the book, you know, mm. like... I mean, when I was at Sully or Moors, I was captain. And then one minute, like, Tim Flowers, he's, come on, what should we have? Should we have a Stella in the bar? And then next thing you know, they're coming up to me offering me protein shakes. I'm like, <laughs> I don't want a protein, mate. I'm 30 years of age. I, I ain't been to the gym once in my life. That protein shake ain't going to start doing shit, mate. But, like, I don't like things like that because even if you are captain, I, 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 I know it, and people say, well, what sort of attitude? It, does, it doesn't mean to be a bad attitude. It's no. just... Listen, I can go into backgrounds of like I suffer with Tourette's syndrome, ADHD. You know, I've got I've got the mental health side of it. I don't suffer with like, but I've got a lot of things where yeah. I take medication for. So I, I have got my funny ways, and people thinking they're just going to be able to say, "Well, you've got to do that," because it, it, it's never you might as well just say, "Look." you're not the captain because I, I am going to do it how I want to do it and mm. that that's like you say to, if, if young kids watch this that's not the way that's not the way to do it but that's just how I was do you yeah. know what I mean and I've always said that there's I'll be quite happy to say when I was playing in that National League Prem I don't think there would have been one player who lived the lifestyle I live I shouldn't have been playing that level because I was going out for, say, Thursday after training drinking Friday nights going out drinking turning up on a three o'clock I'm playing I could have been playing Chesterfield away with 6,000 people there I've got in at three o'clock in the morning that's that's. Stop it's not it, clever yeah, but that's yeah. I went through a stage where I was that that was my uh, like people used to know that I'd turn up at training people Monday morning guaranteed I'd be steaming on a Monday morning Did that come from like the, the- the rise that you've had up in terms of like, like we mentioned, the clubs like Eversham's, your Corby's, Redditch, Barwell's, Leamington, all of that sort of lower level where the drinking culture, the going out culture is is quite big. Well, yeah, so it's then funny you say that because then and all the, of a sudden you went yeah. to that solid all national league and you're like, fucking hell, like I've just been, yeah, yeah you know no, well, I mean? that you are right because obviously, you know, thinking about going like Corby, I started like because I was staying at a lad's house, Tom Bonner's. I started staying at his on like a Thursday after training and we'd go out in like Milton Keynes or something like that and that's where but that wasn't a problem because you weren't full time so I'd go home on yeah. the Friday there but then you know the, the older I started getting like your Leamington that, that I'd say when I was at Leamington is when it was started to be when that was when my life was listen I weren't doing good things at the time I was you know I've always been a pub lad I was in the pub <laughs> You could ask my wife now. There weren't a day I weren't in the pub. I'm not yeah. saying I was an alcoholic, but no, no, no. I, I, I've always been a drinker. I like a drink. Do you yeah. know? Like, well, you've seen me now. I'm <laughs> imagine now. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, and that that's just how I was. And you know, you look at if you you put lads I've played football with you now, that they would say to you, oh, I don't know how he how he does it. That like people have seen me 
out freeze and it's not clever I know but I, I've done it so many times and it started getting more and more regular but somehow I just managed to function and get through it and, yeah. and that's just it kind of got to the point where it was like the norm really I'd turn up at training I'd be hungover I'd train go home that, that's just how, how, how it becomes you know? like obviously you couldn't say that at the time because you would have been no, in the yeah, shit they would have yeah. got rid of you you know you're breaching you're breaching your contract aren't you really yeah, but yeah. you know the fair play none of the lads had ever grasped you up or anything like well you, you had one I don't want to go into too much but no. you, had, you, you did have a couple of them who would yeah. go into the gaffers changing rooms you know what I mean couldn't help themselves but I think the gaffer already knew what sort of way you was then. It, it was hard. He, I, I think the good the thing is with us, when we was at Solihull and it was full hammer that way, because um, we were doing so well, it was kind of like, well, what do we do here? Do we put it like, you, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. We're second in the national. We're going for the league to yeah, get promoted yeah. to league two. I'm not going to pull our centre half and who's played every game and go, did you go out Thursday night for a drink? Because I would have just gone, yeah. And then what do they do then? They're not going to get rid of them. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Fair play to you though, mate, for being honest and, and, and saying the way it, exactly the way it is because I know people will probably come in here and not hide things and I don't think no one ever has the guests that we've had on, but you're being brutally honest here and I love it. Yeah, no, I've always said if I ever do, because the thing is now, listen, I'm at the end of my, this will probably be the last season that I play. Obviously, I'm going over to the other side, like with Gav Horan and Lee Vaughan at start, at uh, Stratford now. I'm kind of, I'm still in the squad and I'm, I'm, I'm happy to come on and play whenever needed, but I'm enjoying the other side of it, getting into that a little bit so I've always if I'm going to do it's probably the right time for me to do because I haven't really got to watch what I say anymore because <laughs> yeah, I, I can't really get in trouble yeah. want to talk about your, your second time at Solly or Moors 2014 playing under Marcus Bignot yeah. how was that? well to be fair Marcus Bignot was look at he, he I can always remember his uh, he, when he called me I was on a shock I was on a pub car park it was a Friday actually <laughs> <laughs> I was at the Farvins pub in Castle Bram and he rung me and said, listen, look, we want to get it done, but we can't. So we'd gone through the money side and uh, at the time, I, it's, I can't remember what it was. I couldn't sign a contract anyway. And I, uh, I'd agreed with him on, on the phone. Listen, yeah, I'll sign my And when I turned up the day, so he's got a contract there. And I was like, I can't, can't, I'm not allowed to, I can't remember what the reason was. I was like, I'm not allowed to sign a contract. And he's like, well, how does that work then? Because this is, bear in mind, I, I haven't been on contracts really because you. Oh, so it's like non. The yeah, it's just like non contracts. contracts. Yeah. And he's like, we're in the national, you know, we're in the national north. So what happens if you play 10 good games and someone just comes in and goes, do you want to join us? Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, well, you'll have to take my word for it. I'm not signing a contract. Yeah. And he's like, uh, all right, we got like we've gone through this all summer. Like he's tried to sign me, so I signed there. And to be fair, Marcus was at a really good coach he put a good team together that first year we underachieved though and I didn't have the greatest of seasons that aren't like to be to be honest with you we was flying we, I think we were top at like Christmas doing really well mm. and we just went on a mad run and we just we balls it up and um, I obviously I'd, I weren't happy with how I played and he he come and met me in the Master Green Tavern the following season he come and met me he went listen uh, I'm just going to be honest with you I'm bringing a couple of lads in I want you to, he didn't even offer me a deal. He said, I want you to come in pre-season. It's down to you. He said, like, money, I think he dropped my money. He dropped my money. And I thought, 
you know what? I, if it was normal, a normal circumstance, you know, I wouldn't. I would have said, "Oh fuck off." Do you know what I mean? Right. But I thought, well, I ain't really. Play- I was on good, good, a good deal that year, the, the year before, and I thought, well, you ain't really. You ain't really give what you meant to give. So when, I, and I'll always say, I said, who are you signing? And he mentioned Gav Cowan and someone else. I said, don't worry about it. I said, I'll be back. My exact words I said, I guarantee you I'll play every game next season. And he's the big smile and he says, yeah, listen, come back in. So when in pre-season, lost loads of weight and I was flying pre-season. I had, but he put a wicked team together. I mean, that was probably, as much as me and Goods were good together, we had the back three then of Gaz Dean left side me in the middle and Theo Street, a fit Theo Street at the time. Yeah, what a back that's it was unbe- and, and, then be- and then you had Michael, Not- Michael Nottingham right wing back and Connor Franklin left wing back. It was a joke of a team what he put together. So this is when he this is when Alden and Eaton lads came that's out. That's it, then. yeah, so yeah. Like she, Gaz, Jimmy Armisen. Beswick and all yeah. yeah. So it was like it was like a proper team, but and I went back and that guy obviously Gav Cameron was <laughs> You know, he come to play, but he never. Do you know what I mean? Because I, I did. I got. I, that was the part. That was the turning point of my career, though. Then that was when I, I thought, you know what? I've got to take this a bit more serious now. Yeah. And, I, mm. and I did. I, I lost weight, and I stopped. I used to drink in a certain pub, which was getting me into other problems. What I didn't need to be, and it was called the White Art. And I just thought, you've got to come out of it. And I start. I stopped going there. Focus on football, and that that was probably you know, the best times I started playing and that's when we got promoted, do you know yeah, what I mean? I was and, say, you know, yeah, I was so probably one of the biggest parts of that team. Yeah, so you, obviously 2015-16 season, you win the National League North, you win promotion to the National League. How how was that feeling of getting to the top of non-league, well, well, the National League? Well, how that, was that, that for it, you personally? It was one of them. Well, look, I've spoke about it anyway because the, bet, the betting side of it, this is what I got in trouble about because... Obviously, look, I'm a player. I was, I'd used to bet on football. I've never been a, a gambling addict, but I did, I did bet. Do you know what I mean? Which, you know, you obviously nowadays you're not allowed to do it. Are you? Do I agree with that? On your own games and things, I, I do. Yeah, but you know, how you can't bet on a World Cup or a, it's just, but you can't, can you? And yeah, that's just yeah, how yeah, it yeah. is. And uh, always remember at the start of the season. Obviously, we put this team together and. Uh, I looked at the price of us to win the league and I think we were like 16 to 1 and I thought you know what what's 100 quid and I whacked 100 quid on us to win the league and when we got when we got done when I got done for the for the betting that was the main one they were like, well, and I was like well hold on a second out of all the bet, how, how can I guarantee we're going to win the league I said I could have broke my leg in the first yeah, game yeah, yeah. I says I could have I could have got released a month into the game. I says it was just honestly, just a genuine a bit of interest. I thought we had a good team, and and little did you know, we went and won the league. You know what I mean? So I knew what I was on about. Didn't I? <laughs> um, what, what about when Marcus Bignot leaves the club then, and Liam McDonald comes in to take charge? How was that sort of time for you? Because obviously, like you said you you got on with Marcus, and and he left, and, and someone else comes in. How was that sort of relationship? Yeah, well, 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 Marcus done a great job. Look, I mean, to, I know he got a decent budget and things like that with Sully, but he, you know, you, I see people now like you have massive budgets. You still have to you still have to bring the right people in, and, and Marcus got a team what blew that league away like comfortably. Yeah. I think we had it wrapped up with about a month to go or something. It was mad, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like we just run straight through the league, but then obviously when there was a lot of change in Solihull, like they brought Jed McCorry in, who's 
he was getting involved who's at Stratford now and oh, then okay. I remember I weren't I'll be straight and Lee, I get on with Liam now I played with Liam last year at Rushall when I heard Liam McDonald's I, I was adamant he's, he, he shouldn't get the job it's not it's not for me to say but as a player I was like we're going backwards here look at the end of the day he's got no experience at this level so I had phone calls off parts of the board saying, look, we need to give him a chance. So I just said, look, I'm, 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 he's going to be my manager. I'm, I'm going to play for him. I'm just saying, if you're asking me my opinion, you're making a bad decision. I don't think you should be employing Liam McDonald as your manager off the basis of what? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and okay. Well, I do know what it was off the basis of. Obviously, it was at that time, it was a great opportunity for Liam. It was probably a cheap option. Do you know what I mean? And, for Liam, I was, you know, listen. If I was in, if I was in that shoe now, I'd, I'd take the job with a blink Absolutely. of an eyelid. Do you know, what I mean? you have to try and push yourself as hard as you can. But I mean, Liam come in and he, he come in at a part. It was funny because his first game, he landed on the uh, the FA Cup. We had a game against Yeovil, I think they were in the league at the time, and uh, it was a replay. I think it was a replay and it went to penalties and we beat him on penalties. That was his first game. and Home or away? At home, that was. Right. And, and and look, you know, like Liam, obviously, he's taught, it was hard for Liam because Liam tried to come in and I get what he tried to do and this was the part where I was like, it come to the point, this is when I left Sally all then because yeah. I remember coming back to, to, to pre-season and I'd had a few calls in the summer and I thought, you know what, Sally all's my club. I ain't just going to jump ship. Let's go in pre-season and have a little mooch. And I turned up and... <clears throat> listen, I'm not... Uh, look, I'm, I'm an honest kid. And the, 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 not that the players are bad players, but there was too many players who didn't know the level. And yeah, you know what I'm going to say? It probably wasn't at that level, mm. in my opinion. And I looked around and I thought to myself... This is going to be a long old season. This is, and I, I, do you know what? I'd, I'd, I'd Kitty Minster on the phone, yeah, offering yeah. me to go full time for the first time in my career. And I just thought, you know what? Like, you, you, you give everything for Sully to Sully all. It's kind of like, you know, I didn't feel let down. I just felt like I looked around and my team, what had been so good, like the, over the years, had just dis- disappeared into like players that had come from like two and three some of them not like not even didn't even know the level like I, hadn't, I didn't even know the league do you know what I mean mm. it's like one minute you're playing next to two lads who you you know of you're gonna you're just gonna run for it and then you're looking around thinking well, where's where's all my play? so I, I you know I, I jumped sheep and I went to uh, you know I went to Kidderminster didn't I Hi guys, it's Davo from the Non-League Treatment Room podcast. Uh, we just want to give you a quick message about one of our sponsors, Kitstop. Kitstop offer a wide range of kit for all types of sport, which can be printed and embroidered in-house. Top quality and deal with most of the leading brands. Check out their website, kitstop.co.uk, or check out the link below. Cheers, guys. The summer of 2017, you agreed to join Kidderminster on a two-year deal. Um, but then we've got down here, it was cancelled by mutual consent and you rejoined Solihull Moors. Yeah, so basically, what it was, obviously, I'm, re- I'm close with Mark Fogger, he was at Solihull Moors. Yeah. And I get on with Mark and Mike Turl, who's a brilliant guy, like he looked after me through Solihull all, all the way through it, really. So... Obviously, the, the money what I got offered at Kiddy was de- like a decent deal for two years. Um, 
I big club as well. Yeah, big. Well, that that's it. And it was pro- listen. It was probably the right time. And it, it weren't a bad signing by them. It didn't work out. But it, at, at that point on paper, it wasn't a bad signing at all for them. You know what I mean? I played a lot of games. I was Solihull's captain. You know, coming out of the league above. In, you know, it, it, it was a good signing on paper. And I always remember meeting John Eustace. The old, obviously, the Blues, Blues manager yeah, just yeah. gone. And I met him in the Balfrey and. Me being me, I, do you want to drink order the point, <laughs> points? And he's sitting there like that, like. And uh, I, I, I just, and I went there and I got the deal sorted. And it just, you know what it was? John's a good coach. Obviously, he, he can show through his career now, but I'm, it's hard to coach me because I, I, I can't, I am what I am. Because how old would you have been at this point? So I'm, you've got to be 30, haven't I? Yeah, so like like you're experienced, you prime, know your own game. Yeah, prime, really. And the way time. he wanted to play, he wanted us to drop out have it off the keeper uh, don't get me wrong I, 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 but I got to the point the season weren't going how we wanted it to there was a, fans were on us you know it was a lot of pressure on us and I, I wasn't enjoying it one bit I was turning up and I was thinking I just you know I wish I was back at Sully Hall but obviously I, I thought that ship had sailed and um, I just was kept going and going and I just remember the final straw was Brackley away at Kiddy and I messed up for a goal and I, I can just remember turning around to my mate Vaughan, hey, Lee Vaughan, and I just ain't fucking doing this no more. I can't. I said, like, I, I just feel like I'm never one for like my confidence. I just felt just shit, do you know what I mean, when I was playing. And uh, so I went in and I said to like Kitty, look, I, 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 it's best if we come up with an agreement. So they give me a little pay up. It was nothing major. I got, I got a few quid off them. Um, and I had a phone call straight away off um, after after everything had been finalised and done. Left and Mark fuck it, he run me and went. Well, listen, you've gone from there. Do you want to come back here? And I was like, Well, how are you gonna? Uh, you, you ain't gonna get that dough, are you? What they've given me? He said, Listen, we've got some money. We'll we'll put you on the same money they've put you on the deal, and we'll give you two years. And I'm fucking out, <laughs> sprinting down the fucking motorway, mate. Do you know what I mean? So here's the thing though that we've got here. So you go back to Solihull. But it wasn't the best of seasons. Um, only just surviving relegation. So you've gone from being at Solihull, like you said, having these two people to your left and your right, and even a full changing room and a full team of where you know that people are going to do everything for you and for the badge and for the club. You've come back into Solihull, and it's sort of not gone too well. If anything, it's gone a little bit downhill. So what what was that like for you mentally and and understanding obviously that you that they were struggling and you weren't used to it. Now, well, I, this is what, look, I, I, knew, I knew that was going to be the cat. If Solly all stayed up, it was going to be a miracle, really, because right. the squad, what was in that, was put together. I knew it, what, like, look, look, Liam McDonald made some, some good signs. He brought George Carline in, brilliant signing, still does, still does really well now, do you know what I mean? Um, it's, uh, you know, like a lot of the other other lads who come in, that you, they, you know, some of them are decent at the, the level like what we're playing at now. But it, it's a people think there's not a big jump. There is a, there is a, like, mm. I always hear people saying there's not much difference in jump from the Conference North to the league. To, there is because go and play League Two, and you'll you'll see. It, do you know what I mean? But I knew that was going to happen. But because of obviously the deal, what Solid had given me, this I just I had to go back there, and and then obviously. It was the right decision because they were doing well. Obviously, I think Liam stepped back, didn't they? And then mm. that's when Yatesy and that come in, and they only put they put a few together and flipping out. It was like a train. Then that like, ended up staying up. Do you know what I mean? Well, it's exactly like you said. I've heard it on other podcasts, and I've heard it on documentaries that I watch on people that play in the 
um, conference, the national, and they say it's, like, it's not like the conference, it's like League Three. Yeah, that's yeah. what they say. It's like it's like it's it's tough. Yeah, hard oh yeah. To play it, well, I mean, it's it's. I, I haven't played in it for a couple of since since I was at Barnet now, but it's listen. It is it's competitive, isn't it? But I prefer. I've always said I prefer to play. If I could play in a league, that league or the league of me now, I prefer to play in that league because you know what you're going up against. You're going up against a big, strong number nine, and it's just going to be a battle. Like this league, what this Southern League, what you're playing now. When I went to Starbridge, I, I didn't know what I'd eat, mate. It was just like, it was like, it was like going in the park with your mates and going, right, everyone just run round like lunatics here. <laughs> and I'm thinking, what? I'm not quick enough to do this. Yeah, like, yeah. My right back's playing right midfield. And yeah. I've got little kids going, come on then, old boy, running yeah, at, And yeah. I'm, I'm embarrassing myself. I'm thinking yeah. I need to come off. Like, yeah. I can't. Whereas, in the leagues above, I'm like, oh, get here, and that yeah. they're there. You, yeah. You're not getting it. It's not you're not getting broke through. But that league, man, it's, it was carnage when I first went into it. So when you when you went back to Solihull, then Liam, were they full time at that point? Yeah, um, it's hard when I have to remember everything with Solihull because I've been to so many times. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, was we? No, I don't think we was full time till we wasn't full time till Mark Yates come in. Then it? we went full. We right. went hybrid, so we done three days a week. I think it was Monday, Wednesday. No, no, it might have been Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We done. Yeah. How did you cope with that? I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, yeah, I did because, like you know that. He, he, he brought some experienced players and he brought like Danny Wright in Cole Storer um, the goods come in at that point goods would have come in and you know he, he brought some good players and, and you could tell that it was always going to turn around like and gradually like Jamie Osborne come back as well who's a very good player oh, everyone yeah, speaks yeah. about you know him what I mean? yeah. so he, he, I mean he was I think if I'm right I think he was at Grimsby at the time and he was yeah. like, he was a bit like I know I was only a kiddie but he, he was just I just want to get back here because it's like yeah. it's, I used to call it it's like home really so I lived yeah. 10 minutes from the ground and it, it was just where I've played all yeah. my football and mm. when them two come in don't get me wrong Yates he was as much as you know, Tim. I don't know. Tim. Tim's Tim, and I. But so when did Tim come in? Was Tim, Tim they come in together? Them Tim, oh, Tim and Mark yeah, Yates together. Mark right? Yates was kind of right. the manager. They said the two, two of them are managers. But I'd say Yates. He, but Tim done a lot of the tactical like stuff, and Tim was good at Solihull. And I just I don't, I don't know what's happened to him over the over the few. He's had a bit of an hard time, and he, with the last few like yeah. teams he's had, he's he struggled and. I think what it is is the way Tim plays. Oh, I'm, I'm all for it. Do you know what I mean? He plays direct football, and and that's how he plays. He's never going to change it. But we recruited, and he kind of got lucky with it because we had we was a big, powerful team. You had yeah, like yeah. Nathan Blissy, Hudlin, Danny Roy, Hudlin weren't there oh, then. Was he no. not? Danny Roy, Nathan Blissy, and then you had Pace with Jermaine Hilton. It was. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he, he worked with us set pieces. We were a joke. Like, we just mm. used to fucking score every set. I mean, I remember <laughs> going to Chorley and we beat and Ch- Chesterfield. We beat Chesterfield four one at their place. I think we beat but Chorley five or six nil, and we absolutely just bullied the yeah. life out. I mean, it was like you know when you're playing against a team and you're looking and you're like you, they're men and you're thinking you are getting like you're getting bullied bad here. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But that was sort of the team we were. Yeah, yeah. Were you ever there when Hoodlin was there? No, I weren't there. I'm going to say that would have been a right mix-up in training, wouldn't I it? Played Imagine against him. Mark, I played against really? him. When I was at Barney, he played for Solihull, yeah. Handful? He's just, he's just, just fucking, tall, he? fucking hands touch the floor. Do you know what I mean? He's <laughs> fucking massive. <laughs> <isn't> <laughs> <it>? <laughs> 
he, uh, he, what's he call it? He, uh, he's, he's, yeah, well, I don't, I don't, like you say, I think he scored that game. I think they beat us 1 0, yeah. but I don't really know. Well, he's coming on for Huddersfield now. Yeah, is yeah. he really? Yeah, yeah, he's playing for Huddersfield in, in, in the champs. So he's mm. obviously doing something right and he's, he's doing well. So, so the, um, the season after like, the surviving relegation, you actually end up finishing second in the league, heading to playoffs, and you fall short, losing to AFC Fylde. Mm. Talk about talk about that moment and, and sort of being so close to getting that promotion to lead. To, well, to be to, fair, to, it was, to listen, we, we was obviously overachieving. Like, as, as much as we had a good team, we were still overachieving in that league because there's some big teams in it. But we, like, I can't, honestly, that I can't fault anyone like that. That season, we, that, that's what I mean. We were we were on it, and you know, like this is that that's the part. Where, like I say, then my life, I was still living this mad life. What no, people didn't know, but it was just it was just it was just like routine. We'd get in there, and we just knew like game day, bam. We knew all every, everyone knew what their job was, and it was just it was just working. And I think the turning point with that, I think we went and played. Um, because who won the league that year? Would it have been Salford? Was Salford winning it, did they? Was it Salford? I don't think it was Salford. I can't remember who it was now. Uh, no, Stop, wasn't Stockport, was no. it? No, well, I can't remember. I can't remember now, no. But well, we got... We Grimsby, got, was it? No. Might be, I don't know. We Couldn't got beat there. by some... Uh, this one guy... Well, we actually got beat by Salford a while, I can remember it, and that was the... Uh, Could have been Salford. I think it might have been, and that was the, the point where it was kind of like, oh, I think we've just missed out it was like to put it that way it was between us and them no it was late Orient who won the league Ooh, sorry late it. Orient yeah late Orient so we had to beat Salford and it like because he but they beat us and it was kind of, but like he sat back in the change room we were all disappointed and we're like lads Solly or Moores like looking at trying to win the league away at Salford and we're disappointed that we had, like we know we should have beat them and obviously then going into the playoffs I mean, there's always we it's always tough. talk about it now. Like, I'm really good friends with Lee Vaughan who was playing for us, and I, I just think Tim that day he didn't know who to leave out and who to play, it's and we cha- yeah we changed the shape, which was weird, and uh, it just we went one nil down straight away, and it was you can imagine you've got one chance in the playoffs, and it was a bit of like panic and people were out of position area, but then we did control the game second half. We were the better team, but without really you know Posing, penetrating yeah. anything and it just mm. kind of fizzled out for us which was a, it was a killer really because we'd worked so hard all season and done so well do you know what I mean yeah mm. definitely so you played in a lot of big games as well um, that season played in the FA Cup as well being on TV yeah what, what was that like you feel we, the pressure at all or was, was that it? one against um, Luton or Mm. I Blackpool I haven't got down which who is again uh, there was a couple that there was yeah, a couple, to be fair, was a couple L- yeah. L- I mean Luton's the highlight of my career to be fair because really? I'm obviously a Birmingham City fan and I go down the Blues I fight like you know I'm involved with all the Blues lads we've got we're all pals all my mates go down the game and when we drew Luton away it was a I, I, I'm like from Charmsy Wood that's where I drink yeah, and yeah, things yeah. like that and there was like 250 lads come down to, to Luton and I'll always remember it in the tunnel because they got coaches loads of them and Luton's got a massive long tunnel and as yeah. I was walking down it you couldn't hear nothing but when I was in the change room I could just hear sirens and sirens and I remember looking at someone next to me going to them like that I'm telling you they're having it <laughs> off out there I thought oh my god they're all good. it's going to just be carnage out there so going down the tunnel but then I started hearing like 
blue song singing and when I got out just I looked out in the crowd and there's about 200 of my mates just go mental and he, he, that was probably the highlight because even though we lost and he was 2-0 up at half time Jamie Osborne scored two screamers and I, I remember turning around to Jamie as I was walking off the pitch at half time I went these are shit this is Luton by the way like, what he, league were they in at the time? In, they must have been in League, league. one, league one, one that would have yeah. been, yeah. Jeez, and I'm like, these, these are. Sh- I actually remember saying, these are shit. We've d- we've done it. Like, I think Liam McDonald was the manager then, and um, so I fucking half times come. Jesus Christ, got beat six two. Fucking But all my mates were like, it was. They, they still still say to this day, they say it's the best away day they've ever had because. They weren't followed by police all day and all that sort of stuff. And they just, it weren't like a day out fighting with other clubs. It was just coming to watch someone they knew all had a good piece up. And they said it was brilliant. Do you know what I mean? One of the best away days they've ever had. So Mm. that was probably the highlight of all my games I've played, really. Super. Fair play. Um, You're leaving Solihull after six years altogether, uh, probably even longer, like you mentioned earlier. Um, Joining Gloucester City. Talk about how that move sort of come about and that sort of. Um, well, what it was is because the, 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 what happened with it was a mad thing. What happened with Sully all like this is the, there was a bit of bad blood really the way I left there because obviously they, they were, when the new board come in you know they were dishing out this contract that contract bringing this player in bringing that player in and I was playing with a sore Achilles at the time. And I just remember going in and saying, listen, like, you, my deal's up at the end of the year. You're bringing in this player in, that player in. I'm hearing this money, that money. Like, what's what's going on with myself? Yeah, yeah, we'll speak to you in the summer. And I thought, well, I ain't keep, I'm, you know, if I snap my Achilles, I'm done. So I was like, nah, you know what? It needs to be sorted now or rare, rare, rare. And it was ongoing for a bit. And I, I just somebody from the... the like the evening mail or someone rung me just off a number I didn't know an answer I said hello and he's like uh, Liam I said yeah yeah he's like so and so from the pipe and I was like oh hi you okay he's like so what's going on then at Sally Early you start and I, I, I genuinely didn't think I was doing anything wrong and I just said oh yeah like, look we're in discussions and I, I like look I, I love Sally Early and I, I hope that I can commit to the club rare 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 and you know didn't say a bad word and Next thing you know, I've gone into football. Was playing Rangers. We had them in some mad cup. Like that, we got into some some cup, and Rangers come over to play against us. And uh, I was dying to play. And uh, when I come in, I looked at my sh- my shirt weren't there. And as he went, the chairman's just come down here fuming. I said fuming about what? He said something about. He said you'll never play for the club again. I said, well, what the fuck have I done? And he says that. He's, so anyway, it come out apparently that the chairman had had like all the board or something questioning, questioning the stability or something of the club. I said, what the fuck did I say? I said, all I said is that I want to commit to the club. It's down to the club. Like, I don't think I've said too much wrong. So that was the situation. So all this is, they, they suspended me from the club for 28 days, said, are oh, you not to come back to the club? So I was like, okay then. So, you know, I still, at that point, I'd signed this new deal. So I had another, uh, I had another year left or something like that. So I said, well, if this is how it's going, then you're either going to have to pay me up or or I'll be back. Yeah. So we're going all that tip for tap. I'll give, like, I just said, listen, ring us when you're serious. Like, if you want to do it, ring me. So it come to the last day, no, the two weeks. And they rung me and went, listen, how much is it going to take? Because I said, listen, I will, I will come back tomorrow, believe me. You don't want me in that facility because I ain't going to be good to be having around the training session. Um, and he just said, like, look, I went, you know, got the, sorted it all out, got paid up. Um, 
went down to Boreham Wood, met the Boreham Wood manager, he, he, nice guy, he uh, offered me a deal and digs down to live down there. And then I just I was sitting in my house and I had a phone call off James Rowe, who I played for Leamington with. And he said, listen, I've got a job. Would you be interested in coming and play for me? And I was like, well, who? He, he, I think he was a bit embarrassed to say who the team. I know it sounds mad, but he, he went, listen, will you just meet me? And I was like, well, yeah, who's, who's the team? The team he, yeah. he just said, just come and meet me. So when I met him, like, obviously it was in, he told me to meet me in Gloucester. So I was thinking, I was looking at Gloucester thinking, well, they are, well, I think they were in the Conference North still, but like, yeah, I looked they were. Like, nearly relegated. I thought, well, what, what's, no disrespect, I thought these ain't going to be paying decent. Duck. But when I got there, he finally surprised me. He went, look, I don't want you to think about this year. There's not going to be a relegation anyway, because I don't know if it was when like, something was going on. in the, I don't know if COVID was starting or something mad was going on. <laughs> And I said, so anyway, I've said, you know what? You are my pal, I'll come and sign. And I'll tell you what, that was one of the good decisions I made because it was, and I'll tell you, we would have pissed that league. We were top of the league till COVID stopped it. I think we didn't lose a game, I don't think. Yeah. About 13 games in or something. And we hadn't lost a game, something like that. And we would have won the league comfortably. We had a great team. And I was really, I did really enjoy my football there. Do you yeah. know, like, yeah, so that was probably a good decision, what I'd done, yeah. Yeah, but then obviously, like you mentioned, that's when I think COVID probably come in and you actually then left Gloucester and went to Barnet. So Big you went, club went well. to back to the National League and Barnet. Yeah, yeah massive club. Massive like. club. How did, how did that sort of happen? Like, well, it, it was... Um, well, Gar, obviously, Gaz Wild and, and, and Tim got the job there, didn't they? So they just, listen, rung me, you know, would you be interested? I drove down there and... I thought, you know, it's a bit of a trick. I'm going to have to do this from, every day. From but again, they give me a two-year deal. I've been had a few deals, and I? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, um, and I just thought, you know, because the only reason I, I went there is because the football shut down for Gloucester. The league ended, do you know what I mean, because of COVID. So I thought, well, I might as well go and play. So I went to Barney, and listen, it, it, that was it was a de- it was a dead move, really. Like, yeah. don't get wrong, it's a great club, and. The, 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 the team there was embarrassing. They, they played like, 19 times. I yeah, thought, the, yeah, the lads didn't want to be there at the time. They didn't take the team. Right, they, like, okay. they were lads from down London who wanted yeah, to play yeah. nice football and that team was there signing signs, kaboom and, <laughs> you know, best best ball in English football, put it in behind and these yeah. kids are looking at me. I'm like, yeah, that's how we're going to play. And they're <laughs> just like looking at like, what's going on yeah. here. Um, it's tough to sometimes adapt to different ways. And it? that's it. And it just... He just look. I went there, and and when Tim got sacked, a guy come in. I can't remember his name now. Uh, what's his name? Some little guy. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember his name. He come in, and he didn't really like me. We, I didn't really like him. We didn't get on, and he, I just said to him, "Listen, COVID." Uh, Sean, ba- something bassy. His name was. Right. I says, uh, "Listen, if COVID, you, you can pay the full furlough, can't you? Just put me on the furlough, <laughs> and I'll start home." And that was the end of that. Then, do you know mm. what I mean? Yeah. So you leave Barnet, find yourself joining Starbridge. We've already spoke a lot about Starbridge. Yeah, so we can move on to some of the yeah. Dro- dropping out of the National uh, League of Football into Step 3. Again, did you see that difference in quality when you dropped to Step 3? Was it still a piece of piss for you? or? Well, nah, because that's what I'm saying. I found it harder when I went to Starbridge. Oh, I okay. fucking hated it. Like, yeah, I found yeah. it harder. And then, obviously, it weren't too bad when I went to Nuneaton because... 
Th th they knew me and it was just I felt more comfortable there straight away and, mm. and we listen it, it, it weren't it, there was nothing really going underneath and we weren't going down we weren't going the playoffs it was just like I actually really enjoyed it we used to turn or good group of lads and Jimmy's one of like you know one of my pals used to have a drink and that afterwards and it was just sad it was just it was like a stopgap weren't it really just yeah. to keep me back involved did you, you know? sort of did you struggle at that part of your career because obviously you went to play for like five different clubs between 2021 and 2023, obviously Starbridge and Eaton, Kettering, Elkinston, Russell. Did you sort of struggle just to settle in at a club for yeah, a period it, of time? Yeah, do you know what it was? It was like, like I said, the Nuneaton one was fine because, the, at least, if you look at the move eyes, I'd move to a, a higher club, yeah, in a higher yeah, league, yeah, yeah. in a better position in Kettering. Yeah. Obviously, Ian Calderhouse tried to sign me at Kings Lynn a few yeah. years back and it all fell through in the last minute because the chairman was fucking around there. Like Ian was like, he was like, look, we, we want to get you. Like, it was the chairman who was messing around. So that never happened. So obviously, when they seen I was playing at Nuneaton, they were really trying to push to the playoffs. They rung me and said, look, we know you're at Nuneaton. Offer me a, a good deal. <laughs> like, I was like, so I rung Jimmy and said, Jim, I can't really turn this down. It could be yeah. my last chance to have a go at that level. I'm gonna and he, Jimmy was like, "No, I completely, like, completely agree." And I went to Kettering and I played like, yeah. and we do, we do, we just missed out on the last day of making the playoffs. So it was mm. that was that was that was a good move. Really, it was never going to be for the following year. It was just to go and try and push them to make make the playoffs. So that's why. Nuneaton and that was kind of like what they were it got me back playing with Nuneaton and then I pushed on a little yeah, bit and yeah. then it was a fresh start the following season but to be fair I probably should have knocked it on the head then the plane really do you know what I mean but yeah. you just get calls don't you Hey everyone we have teamed up with CT Electrical where no job is too small from rewires to EV chargers and at a reasonable price Check them out at CT Electrical on all social media. And if you mention the podcast, you'll get a cheeky 10% off. Well, it, it took a turn, didn't it? Because obviously you found yourself at Rushall Olympic and playoff final. Yeah, well, we won the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. at Nuneaton. I mean, against, that, against Nuneaton. Well, that was like, obviously my mate Batch kept ringing me. We can't fucking defend with shit. <laughs> you need to get down here. And I just, and then Liam rung me and went, look, what, what do you think? I said, I'll come and see you. And oh, because Liam McDonald was Liam there. Liam McDonald yeah. was there. That's what I'm saying. Like, when, when, like, when I say that, that's not like hammering, like, no, I'm yeah. just saying what I thought. That yeah, Liam, yeah, would, yeah. Liam would be, he probably knows that anyway. Like, he, he's done great now. Look, they're, they're doing fairly well where they are now but so when he rung me obviously I'd worked for Liam then so it was a different scenario it was like yeah yeah definitely I'll come in and it was good mate great great bunch of lads I was playing now and again and, and then on the bench and fucking he went and got another promotion really did you, you, know you I mean? did you play in that game I never played yeah. in the final no 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 I was on the bench and obviously it was a bit of a a sweetener because obviously we beat Nuneaton yeah. I'm a bit I'll be honest you I'm not one of them who's like if I'm playing against an old club, I want to beat them. Yeah, that, that's, yeah, that's yeah, what I'm yeah. like. You know, like uh, some footballers are lies. You know, you, I know. I see them all do it. When you leave your club, you look at the old one and want them to lose. That's just that's football. If you yeah. if you say you don't, then I think you're a liar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So obviously now after that, you you went to Stratford and you touched on Stratford in terms of you know you, you, you're playing every now and then. You're happy to be sitting on the bench and that. But are you enjoying Stratford? Are you enjoying the sort of and how you doing and yeah and, no and it's, br it's brilliant mate I, I mean the Gavor and the manager I, like he was at Starbridge with me as the assistant manager and obviously that never went well but got a good relationship with Gavor now got a lot closer since I've gone there and obviously Vaughan is one of my best pals 
and he's the assistant and they've got a, such a, a, a talented squad and I mean they've started to put a few results together and there is no reason why they can't be in and around it's going to be t- that lead's got better oh, this year yeah, it's got tough, stronger tough yeah. league, isn't it? but they've they've got some good lads and I, I do I, you know I do think they'll be in and around it and you know look at the minute for me it suits me because I will play I know I'll play games I've come on probably the last four games it might only be 15 minutes but I'm still coming on do you know what I mean yeah. so, so what are you doing in the back you said you talk, like you're doing a bit in the background are you doing a bit like is it a bit of coaching yeah well a bit basically of like, you've got like Gavis the manager and then Vaughan is the assistant manager and it's like you you have a third man there, don't you? Like obviously, yeah. I, we I more put my input to what yeah, I think, play. and you know what what you know when we're on the side, like we will talk about who's what subs and how we need to play. And it's just just basically, it's just breaking me into going over that other side a little bit because it's always something. Look, look, people probably think flipping. I imagine <laughs> him being a manager, but. Mm. You ain't gonna get. It's gonna be straightforward, and I ain't gonna get no bullshit. So That's you, just how it is. is you that, know. Is that your plan then, management? I would like to. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Where, look, what level or where that may be, I don't know. I haven't thought that far into it yet. But somewhere down the line, if I get an opportunity, hundred percent, it's yeah. something oh, I've got. Def- got the experience. Listen, I've, 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 I've I know a lot yeah. of people, and I've, I've played a lot of football. You don't, you don't do that to not be clued up enough to, no, to yeah, know what definitely. you're going on about. Do you mm, know what 100%. I mean? Absolutely, hundred percent. Um, Liam, you've been brilliant. Uh, we're going to do some quick fires yeah, yeah. to finish off. But thank you for sharing with Absolutely. us. Honestly, what a career yeah. you've had. And um, a lot of people will probably listen and go, didn't realise a lot of stuff. And, yeah. That's it. and it's good to hear your journey, where you come from and, and where you got to. And um, How just, brutally honest you've been yeah. as well. Just to sum it up, are you, are you very proud, satisfied and sort of feel accomplished with how your football career has gone well that touches on what I said uh, listen it, yeah. I, I'm not I've never been never been one of them people who have oh, should have been this and should have been that look I, I've, I've I've got a lovely house I've got a lovely wife yeah. I've got two lovely kids well I can say it now I've got another one on the way as well like my first <laughs> congratulations, congratulations mate um, I, I've done well out of football do you know what I mean and yeah. it, so to me I'm never going to say oh but I could have and so I am satisfied yeah I, you know flipping out you could could have done a million things differently yeah, but yeah. do you know what I wouldn't have had all the all the good times I've had I wouldn't have met the, the certain people I've met and I wouldn't listen my name might not be great in everyone's mouth but I can guarantee there's enough people who speak and you know highly of me do you know what I mean and that's all it's about really I've never been one who's shied away from saying what I want to say and, and, and that's just how I live life do you know what I mean and, Superb, and that's mate. it yeah, I think a lot yeah. of people would rather have you on their team than uh, play against yeah, you mate no, that's, that's the way it. I yeah, see yeah, it yeah, definitely. let's get um, into it right quick fire questions mate so we'll uh, some of them are tough try and answer them as best as you can I'm sure it's we will a, it says quick fire if, on a number of these questions mate there might be ones where you can't rattle it down to one it okay. might have to be two or three but yeah. I think you'll enjoy it oh, here we go get us off cookie uh, best player you've played against against um... you've played against a lot of players yeah. know, <laughs> who's given you a torrid time mate do you know? Do you know what? It's probably it's sounds ridiculous. You're probably not even going to know him, but the the player who used to get into my head all the time. It was like a a bogey player. A player. There's a, a little scouse who called Lee Steele. Right, he played for Oxford City, and so and he come to Leamington with me. And listen, he's not the he's not the te- technically the best player or or the best player, but he was the only player I've ever ever 
every time you, I used to look at the turn shirt and think he's a fucking playing again because <laughs> he was about that big and because I'm so tall I used to struggle against uh, him because he used yeah, his yeah. body well and it used to make me feel stupid because you'd think I'd just move him out the way yeah. but he was the most awkwardest player I played against like I, that's one thing you know I've never really I've never really been like taken like, do you know when you like I've played with Jamie Osborne players like that who were good footballers but to me I, I'd say like I'd rather look at Gooch than Jamie Osborne. Do you, do you understand what I'm yeah. saying? Because that's just how I look at football. But yeah, yeah I, I can't really pinpoint the best I play against. But the the one I've found it hardest against yeah, is yeah. that least deal. Yeah, Superb answer. Uh, well, you've already touched on this. Um, best manager you've played for? Yeah, that that'd have to be Paul Alleran, definitely. Yeah. Superb. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, what about best player you've played with? See, look, this is what because I'd have to, I'd probably have to say that because of playing my best football and my partnership, I'd say Gudge because yeah. look, listen, I've played with some unbelievable footballers who have gone on to play like high high leagues, but yeah. I look at it in a different way. I look at how I was playing and someone who I could trust when I played with yeah. them and who I enjoyed playing with, and that was probably probably good yeah but he's not look he's the same as me no probably apart from me saying about him nobody else is going to sign me or him it's yeah, only yeah. me saying him but yeah he'd probably say like that was my best sort of partnership when yeah. I was playing at my, at my best job. football yeah brilliant. this is going to be a good one so you're uh, you've gone out for a few beers come back a little bit peckish favourite takeaway Favourite takeaway has to be kebab, definitely. Yeah, oh, done a kebab, oh, yeah. I can picture it. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, if, if I have a takeaway, it's a cheap shop, definitely. Yeah, Love nice. that. Mm. I, th- I think we should have a pub count on this. Because oh, the amount of pubs you've uh, mentioned. Yeah. Ding, 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 <laughs> ding. ding. Fuck you, no, I don't know how to tell me about it. Um, did you ever, like, eat... Did you ever eat anything certain before a game? Like, did you eat, like, properly or... I know you touched on about your, your times and stuff. Did you ever... <laughs> I'll be like, sometimes I weren't even home for breakfast. Like, straight to the game. <laughs> straight to the game in some random yeah. kid's car, like fucking house and it's left down that road, I think. Now, um, I, I, I've never been one for routine, really. Like, do you no. know, like people like night time. Oh, well, obviously, I didn't have a root, routine on the night time. But now I've never... I, I tell you what, well, there's funny things, because I've had, like, players used to, like, look at me, like, I'd turn up on the coach to, in a way, like, there's a butcher's by mine. Yeah. Like, I used to go to every Saturday morning, and I'd have, like sausage and bacon or a chicken tikka <laughs> sandwich and I'd be on the, I'd be on the coach with like a chicken tikka you know a sausage sandwich start with and then when I need to get a chicken tikka sandwich with a pack of walkers I just used to eat whatever I did but that worked for you yeah, you, you knew your yeah. body you knew what you could do on that pitch when that whistle went and the manager knew what you could perform so well, like, matter, I, I always it? thought if I started trying to chat, like come off script, then it, it can sometimes get into your head. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And that, so I just used to not fit. I, I would only really start zoning in that, like, because I'd be fucking around in the warm up. The, the, <laughs> and then when I got into the change room, I used to take a second and sit back and then be like, right, then my, 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 my head would change into a bit like a serious then and be yeah. like, right, this is it now, stop fucking around. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Superb. Favourite TV series or programme that you've watched or watching at the minute, Liam? I, I must admit, I did really like Game of Thrones. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was... Pro- I, I, I never thought I'd like that sort of thing. I was but Yeah, I mm. did get into that. And I... Yeah, I'd probably... And now I've kind of got sucked into watching Married at First Sight. Oh, <laughs> mate. I've done that. I've done it. Yeah, so I've got that going on a little bit at the minute. 
Um, <laughs> biggest name in your phone book? You must have some. Mate, I ain't got... Mate, biggest name in my phone... I have literally now, mate. I wouldn't have... I wouldn't have nothing big in there. That is the truth. Really? No, I haven't got... I mean, I ain't even got no... I, haven't, I don't even think I've got any professional football I haven't got none there no, no enough, I, I'm not really look, when no, I no, say no. to you that I, I'm a bit of a people would think he's, well, I don't have friends if I leave a football club yeah I leave a football club do you know all these like lads are like oh you're my brother for life and you're my G and you're all, all that look, I, I'm not like that I'm no. like I can count on my hand I've got Lee Vaughan yeah. Richard Batchelor um, Tyrone Williams and then I start to like go people are like Goodge I would yeah, speak yeah, to yeah, Jack yeah. Byrne I would speak yeah. to Ryan Bessie but there's only a certain like obviously and then there's people I respect in football yeah. like uh, Paul Allerans and you know Mark Fuggies people like that so I'm, I am very one of them I'll leave a football team and I won't speak to speak to them again it's just that's how I am yeah, do you know what I mean so I'm not really one for phone calls Lee Vaughan's a big name oh well yeah. Vaughan he's like my little he's only little isn't he so yeah, he's, he's played like at a good little, level yeah he's Vaughan he, he was quality to be yeah, fair class, yeah. Yeah. Great, mate. I mean you've already touched on this as well but I'm going to ask it um, that you know of any superstitions before a game um, no, I, I, no, I, I never had anything like that, superstitions. No, no. Cause like, like you say, some people only wear like cert, certain things. Yeah. Right? No, 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 I've, no. I've attacked, one thing I have got, I can, you'll never see me, even if it's, uh, unless I can't because I've forgot it, you'll never see me not wear an Under Armour. I can't not wear an Under Armour. So okay. even if yeah. it's like 50 degrees in the summer, I'll wear an Under Armour because it's just... A comfort thing. Yeah. I feel sounds absolutely. I feel stronger in a in an underarm. Really? I just feel more <laughs> compact. I don't know why. Yeah, it, counts. Right. it counts, mate. Do you remember like your first live game of football you went and watched as like a kid or anything like that? I, rene- I can. The only game I can ever remember is my, uh, Blues were playing Swindon years ago, and I got lost in the ground. Did and um, my dad was in the crowd, and I, I must have found my way to the front, and everyone was looking for me. And the steward was holding me at the front of the ground like that. And my dad's mate's gone, he's fucking there, look at the front of the steward. And my dad's gone, you fucking go and get him. He's gone, it's your son. My dad went, I ain't going to get him. And his mates had to come down and get me off the steward. That's I think it was Swindon, yeah. I'm sure it was something like 6-4 Blues yeah, when we yeah. lost, yeah. Super. Oh, this, this is a tough question, but I'll be, I'll be impressed if you can remember. First ever pair of football boots. Ooh. Do you know, I'm going to say, for some reason, the first boot, what sticks to my mind, was like a, a Deodora. They were like... Uh, I've got them there. They were like black and like luminous, like yeah. green or yeah, something. Yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. the first thing that sticks in my head anyway, something yeah. like that. I've got a pair of them now. I have black and white. Though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the them, Deodoras, yeah. proper leather. Yeah, proper. that's it. When it comes to uh, holidays, favourite destination to go to? Well, to be fair, I'm, I'm a bit boring with this. So I've been to all your Dubai's and yeah. I've been, I've been, a, I've, you know, I've travelled quite a bit anyway. And look, they're great and that. But I got married to, to my wife in in Spain. It's not far from Marbella, Marbella, a place called Nurka. It's called Nurja, Nurka, whatever you want to pronounce it. And we go there every year. So yeah, for beautiful. me, it's we know everything there, and it's just our little spot, and that's where I, uh, you know, prefer to go every year. Yeah, yeah. Lovely. And last one out of the pack then, mate. We haven't really touched on team nights out and drinking. No, we haven't. But Well, this is it. Your best team night out. 
Oh, fuck, man. I'm honestly, man, I could keep you going for fucking... I was going to say, <laughs> we have to do an episode... How we not spoke about this already? Season, we have to do an episode two. two. No, I've had... Oh, Matt Hewitt, yeah, if you're flipping out, we could have got into some right thing. <laughs> we'll have to do um, a different episode on uh, yeah, Liam's yeah, team nights out. Um, two nights out. I, I mean, the thing is, it's a tough one to ask because I've been on... Like, I mean, you've probably been on 10 lads' holidays, ain't you, over <laughs> yeah, the years, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? So... Look, all, all I'd say on that, mate. I've had to, I have had too many good nights to to to, to say that. I've had I've, I've had bad nights. I've had, I've had ones where things bad have happened. I've yeah. had I've had some great nights. You know what I mean? But there ain't really one what sticks firmly in my mind. Do you remember what club though that you were at where like it was a good night? Well, or what dressing room? Where we used sort? to go? Yeah, like, so we used to probably go out a lot. Probably we've. Uh, Leamington probably yeah, yeah. was when I used to go out more because obviously the, like me and Batch were like best pals at the time mm. so we used to be like you know your MAGA loves your eye beefers and did you so when Russell won the league they all went to Portugal didn't they yeah I, ne- I never went to did you I, not no I didn't go, I, there was some reason why I couldn't go and I, I don't know if I was away myself already so I never got to go there but one good one we all went, obviously when we won the league with Sally all we all went to uh, Marbella that was class yeah that was really good yeah I, so I was uh, in Portugal when all the rush all lads were out was there. you there was yeah, you yeah I was on a stag do yeah and yeah, they're that, all there I remember them absolutely yeah, yeah. crazy some, I've never been there to be fair but it's meant to be alright anyway. Albert yeah. is good mate yeah very, very good super well, yeah um, Liam, once again, all right, mate? thank yeah. you so yeah. much for coming. Um, appreciate it. Um, we wish you all the best at Stratford. Uh, we wish you all the best with your future, whatever you decide to do, whether that's management. Absolutely. And um, yeah, thank you so much. No, that's great. That's cheers. Appreciate Liam. that, boys. Sports Social Podcast Network.